Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, welcome to Freestyle Friday. This week we talk about customer service for a personal brand. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. This is Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach. And I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. Each week, I talk to you guys about marketing and branding. I bring in entrepreneurs. I bring in marketing specialists to really get to the heart of how do you build these brands? And if you are new to the show, I appreciate you tuning in first off. But I'd love to hear from you. And if you can, go to brandonbrands.com and find out more about me and the communities I've built on Facebook. If you want to join, that's a great place to interact with me. Or right there on the site, there's a button for you to push to connect with me on Facebook Messenger. I'd love to set up time to say hello and chat with you there or even on the phone. That's how we do it. That's how we connect. And this Freestyle Friday is about a personal brand, which I have, which I am building, and how to deliver, I guess, strong customer service, if you want to call it that, or a a positive customer experience. Basically, how to work with people when you are a personal brand and you want to maintain that high quality of interaction, right? Because some of the challenges with that is, you know, you you are the business, your time is all you have, and you have to spread it amongst different things like promoting your business, running your business, and interacting with the people that may have questions or are your customers. And that's not an easy task. Let's, you know, put that out there. It's not easy to balance all that time and figure out, you know, how am I focusing my efforts on things that are going to grow this business and make the business money versus things that are going to maintain the business and build relationships and, uh, and advocacy. Uh, that's a hard thing to balance. And I thought the reason I wanted to talk about it today was, you know, we had our episode on Monday. Uh, if you haven't checked it out with Jeff Tippett, our interview was about persuasion. And what I liked is that we got into how that is different than manipulation, how persuasion can be positive, how you can move with your customer together or your the other person that you're talking to together towards a mutually beneficial resolution. And Part of that is, you know, the idea that everyone wins, that you're you're both looking to figure out what the things are that are a win for both sides, right? And I think that's lost uh, sometimes in the idea of sales. There can be this idea of you need to tell a story well enough to get the person to understand why they need something and to give them the motivation they need to take action. But that can, I think, lose its its core belief when you start to look at only the tactics when people are trying to learn sales tactics and they lose the fundamentals of the value of the people that they are talking to instead of figuring out how to close the sale and and win the business. And I think there are ways to make sure that you are learning the, the right strategies, but with, but you're keeping the intention, right? 
obviously some of the best salespeople out there do have that intention and are, are taking that to heart. But I like that we clarified in this conversation about persuasion, you know, the difference there and that you can learn the tactics of being more persuasive while still maintaining strong relationship with your customers. Cause you want them to feel at the end of it, not like they were sold, but like they came ahead in terms of value on the deal. Uh, I appreciated having that conversation. And then that also mixed in my head with the Wednesday episode, which was about brand love or, you know, as I, as I describe it, but basically customer experience and how you, you know, leaning into listening to your customers to drive uh, how you build your reputation and how you adjust your business to be better and how you find new ideas through listening to customers and all that. And I think that's all important because, you know, as someone who's building a business that is me, you know, it's a me business. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I do have to think about how am I working with customers? How am I listening to them? How am I using them to develop products that solve their problems? And how, and then balancing that with how do I talk to them in a way that uh, makes sure that the business moves forward and that they're hearing what they want, what they need to hear to make sure that they, maybe we can continue to work together. And the question that comes up and what I'm kind of circling around here that I'm going to get specific on right now is this idea of selling or, you know, trying to work towards having someone pay for your service versus the free advice portion of this. This is a question that I get, which is, you know, what do I charge for versus what do I give away for free? And now you can see how why that's why, why the conversation of customer experience and persuasion is in my head right now, right? It's, you know, if I have to decide what to do for free versus what to charge for, uh, that can be tricky. And I don't want everything I do that's free to be a sales pitch. Like that sounds terrible, right? But I also don't want to just keep giving a bunch of free advice away over and over and over again to someone that should be paying for it, especially on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So I think it is a tricky balance, right? Now, obviously I put out content all the time. I record this podcast three times a week. I put out tons of content on social media. I write blogs. You know, I put out plenty of free stuff, but I'm talking about on top of all that, there are, you know, conversations that, you know, you have with people, whether you're meeting them for the first time or it's an ongoing relationship that are just conversations that sometimes end up being free advice and, that's one of the questions I got is what do you do about that? So I did wrap my head around this. And, you know, one of the things I can offer is that there is a, especially if you're running a personal brand, right? That, that's you. And you want to make sure that your integrity is, is held up in this process. I think that the easy way to think about this is when you are working with people, you might have simple questions you can answer. Like, sure, you know, no skin off your back, answer those questions. And you don't have to sales pitch people every conversation either. What I think is the important distinction is a lot of the times when I get on the phone with someone, obviously the first thing I'm doing is I'm listening and learning about them and their business. That should be the, the point of a lot of this is getting to know each other. They want to get to know me. I want to get to know them. So I'm doing a lot of question asking. I am trying to get to the core so I can understand what is their business about? What are they, what are they up against? How do they want to grow it? What are their challenges? Because in that learning process, I can start to understand, is this you know, A, someone that has a problem that I can solve or B, is this someone that is, is the type of person that I want to work with, right? And it is a two-edged sword. So on the other side of that, 
that conversation, you know, I want to make sure that number one, I am expressing, you know, my value in terms of, you know, whether it's my, my history of, of work, you know, like how I've helped people before, what I do in general to help people. And then what I think specifically is a suitable way that I can help that person. You know, what are those skill sets that align with their need? I at least try to convey some of that so that they understand that I am the right person for the job, number one. But then two, I try to make sure I'm giving a little bit of piece of my personality and also uh, my processes and how I work so that they understand, is this the kind of person I want to work with? Do I like their style? Do I like their process for working with people? And that I think is, is a good focus point for the conversations is making sure that you know, you're starting with asking a lot of questions and understanding them, and that you're also expressing who you are and, and, and how you like to work so that there's no surprises at the end of this. And that's before any kind of sales conversation happens. It's just getting to know each other relationship wise. And that doesn't mean that you're solving all their problems that they're telling you about. It means that you're listening to the problems and you are empathizing with them understanding that that's a common problem probably with a lot of people that you run across and that it is something you think you can solve. And if you can give them a quick, simple idea or win, go for it, but you don't have to give them everything up front. What I like to say is the next thing to think about is what you can be explaining instead of how to solve the problem that they have, you can start to explain why solving that problem is important. They've already explained it to you, but you can express why that problem is a big deal, why it's important. So for me, obviously I'm, I'm trying to help people figure out their marketing strategy. You know, a lot of people are building their marketing strategy for the first time and need help, or they haven't even thought about it, but that's where they are in their business. So for me, I'd like to spend that time explaining to them that, yeah, I understand that, you know, whatever their problems are that they're running against, whether it's, you know, they have trouble creating consistent content or figuring out where to spend their money uh, or where to spend their time and where it's going to be most effective. I agree. I agree. And I align with them on those positions. I try to figure out, yeah, like, okay, I empathize with that. It is difficult to figure out what to do first or next. It is a lot of work and time to put into this. It is something that's important for your business. Um, but, but I try to align with them on why it's important. I start to figure out, okay, well, why is it so important that we solve these problems? Why is it important to have a consistent content mix? Why is it important that you have a plan on how to prioritize the decisions you're making in your business? And I talk about the success that that I've seen with businesses that have figured out how to solve these problems and have emphasized that they've that they are in the right place, that they are thinking the right things, that they're asking the right questions. And yes, the problem that they see in their business is a problem and and it is one that's solvable. It's not something they have to do alone. And when I start to focus less on how do you solve the problem and more on why that is a real problem that they have and why that problem is something that they shouldn't wait on solving and why solving that problem will really help them in their business it's an easy conversation and it's something that we all align on. And then, you know, in the end, you know, if they feel like solving that problem with me, great. Otherwise, if they feel like trying to solve it themselves, that's fine too. It might take them a little more time, but that's an option. Or they may decide that right now is not the time for them to solve that problem at all. And I think that's where you lead, right? There's, there's three choices at the end of all of this, which is they can choose to not solve it right now. They can choose to try to do it themselves, which might take longer, or they can try to work with you to to solve that problem. And 
based on your relationship and your history and whatever you've been talking about, they might believe that that's what they need. And, but that's up to them to decide. But if you focus on the why and not the how, you know, like, and you're not actually trying to solve their problems right there on the phone, then I think you start to, to keep that line defined between giving stuff away for free and actually trying to be salesy, you know, or not, not trying to be salesy, but trying to move them towards being a customer. And I think you're doing it in an authentic way. That's, that's not as challenging as some of these conversations need to be. And I especially like the idea of when you're giving away your free advice, when you're giving away your tips, your tricks, I do think you need to prove to people that you are the real deal. I'd rather you do that uh, through content and that you put out to public, you know, to the public that is findable, that is searchable, that builds your reputation and you give it to everyone. That way, when people ask these questions, you can point them to that. You can, you know, say, you know, obviously I dive in depth with people one-on-one, but I also put out a bunch of free content. If you want to do it yourself, it's all out there for you to see. Here's an episode you might like, or whatever it is, give them the resources to try to do it themselves. And, you know, I think they'll value that and they'll become fans and, and they'll support you. And then if they need something that's, that they just don't feel like doing themselves, you know, they'll come back to you because you're the one that provided the value to begin with. So I do believe in free content, but I'd rather it be something that's not one-on-one word of mouth. I'd rather it be something that you put out there into the universe for people to see, and then you can reference and send people to. So anyway, that's my take on that. Great conversations this week. And you know what? I think it's a good lead into next week's conversation uh, where we're talking to Mike Kim, who started a company uh, and a uh, podcast called Brand You, and it's all about personal branding. And then that Wednesday, I'm bringing in a second interview for the first time uh, of Lauren Davis, who We'll be talking about how to execute your content creation via Instagram and social media and that kind of stuff. Those two work together, just transparency there. Uh, Lauren works with Mike. They, They have separate businesses, but they work together on some personal branding stuff. And I thought it was a great uh, way to bring them together in one week. And this topic of personal branding is so important to so many people these days, whether you have a business or your business is you or you're even someone in the corporate workplace that is trying to build their own reputation. Like I was heading down that road. It's going to be a great week for that. So I hope this serves you well. I hope you guys have a great weekend and uh, happy Friday. All right, guys, talk soon. Leave your comments. Let me know how you felt about the episode. And I hope you uh, continue listening. I appreciate you. Thank you. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.